to throw it. Here comes pressure. Escapes. Fires over the middle, and it is incomplete. Goff trying to connect to Reynolds. He had it. Couldn't bring it in. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Kevin Burkhart there on the call for Fox in the NFC Championship game yesterday between the Lions and the 49ers. P.J. Glasser filling in for Nick Costos alongside Ken Barkley here. You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. A reminder that we are on Stadium right now, so make sure you go over to WatchStadium.com. We'll be there until 6 o'clock Eastern time. You can, of course, continue watching us on Twitch.tv slash BetQL, YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. And on the Odyssey app, and you can listen to us on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. Ken, before we move on to the Super Bowl, let's kind of put a bow on both of the teams that lost yesterday with the Ravens and the Lions. Uh, We will start with Baltimore. And what are your thoughts for them heading into next season? I mean, let's start with their division first off, right? I mean, that AFC North, all the teams finished with a 500 record. Burrow's going to be back. It's going to be loaded. Browns are going to be healthier. Watson will be back. Chubb will be back. They'll have some guys on defense. They're obviously going to get the hardest schedule in the division with them winning the AFC North. Um, but they're going to be amongst the favorites next season. When the AFC market opens up for the 2024-2025 season, do you think it's going to be Kansas City 1, Baltimore 2? Would you say that's a fair assessment? I think in the market... I think there are some look-aheads for the Super Bowl, or not even look-aheads, futures market for next year. I know Baltimore is a really low price, and I, I agree with that to a certain extent. I think for both teams, the challenge is going to be figuring out, all right, how much of our success was actually due to like the hotshot coordinator that we had who's not going to be there anymore, right? And it's an easy way to link these two teams together. Yeah, mm-hmm. Harbaugh's a great... Well, I don't know. People in Baltimore apparently they want him fired, according to you, but Har- Harbaugh's a great coach. And has won a Super Bowl, and Lamar's great. And Todd Munkin swapped in for Roman last year. People thought that would be the thing that unlocks the team. It did to a certain extent. And but but Mike McDonald like has gotten a lot of praise for really what he's done with the defense. And he's probably going to be the next head coach of the Seahawks by all like the reporting that's out there. That's at least the rumor. Maybe Washington hires him. Maybe he comes back to Baltimore. I I think he's going to end up getting one of these jobs. And for Detroit. Ben Johnson and Washington have been linked this entire postseason that he's going to take this job when they get eliminated from the playoffs. And I'm sure they, you know, they want to interview McDonald too. Both guys are great. Okay. Like what, how do the lions replace that? And does it matter because this coordinator was that special and how do the Ravens replace that? And does it matter because this coordinator was so special? Like, was that the guts of what made the team good? Not, the quarterback play not the coach like this a, a coordinator and to be fair like with a lot of talented players in the unit that they're coaching like that combination just like coach quarterback that we did last segment that combination of the players and the coordinator like you're going to break that then that's going to probably make that's going to make a lot tough. i mean just intuitively right that's going to make it a lot tougher for both teams to have the same kind of success um i think like between the two you know, obviously, like, I, I think Baltimore is is much more set up to have a continued run of success because their roster is just so much more complete. Like, I, the Lions were doing this despite their defense. They were doing it despite the fact they couldn't stop anybody in the passing game. Um, you know, just sometimes despite the decisions that their coach made, to be honest. And so, like, all right, 
you break the offense, you break that part of the team, that's going to be tough to recover. And Campbell, uh, that was the big story after the game, told his team, like, we really may never get back here again, like, just being honest. And you never hear a coach say that to a team, obviously, but he just wanted to be honest. And he's right. And for Baltimore, it'll be interesting, right? We did the the sustained run of, like, Lamar and Harbaugh together, I think, as a starter. We're going to be going into year six next year and as a quarterback, like as in like a week one starter, full season, and then obviously took over halfway through the year before that for Flacco. So year seven, year six, like you're getting into like, maybe this just isn't it. And I I know that's like so shallow, <laughs> like there's got to be more to it than that. The history of the league doesn't lend itself to this happening ever. Um, mm-hmm. It lends itself more to Goff and Campbell figuring it out than it does to Lamar and Harbaugh figuring it out. At least they're newer, although I don't think they're going to make it either. Um, so I just obviously more optimism about Baltimore, but pessimistic about both as like a winner next year. Even making it two two wins away from the Super Bowl would be really pessimistic about them both as winners, would be really, really pessimistic about like ever betting them, especially before the year. Baltimore would be way too short price for me to be interested. And Detroit, I feel like I'm just never going to be interested. Yeah, I think that's what makes you know, the Ravens loss yesterday hurt so much is the fact that Ken, I'll be honest. I don't know how many Ravens teams I'm going to watch in my lifetime that are going to be better than that one. Like they they were really good, man. All three phases. Lamar's going to win the MVP defensively. They won the triple crown. They gave up the fewest points per game during the regular season. They were first tied for first in sacks takeaways. They have Justin Tucker as their kicker. So you know, and what they were able to do against great teams. I mean, they demolished every great team just about that they went up against. And again, you just watched the game yesterday, and Kansas City, to me, didn't feel like they were the better team. They just made the plays when they needed to. The Ravens kept shooting themselves in the foot, and that's all it takes in the playoffs. So that, I think, is the hardest thing, is the Ravens have a ton of free agents upcoming. You know, they got to make decisions on Patrick Queen and Kevin Zeitler and some of these veterans who had like career years for them, like Kyle Van Noy, Jadavian Clowney, they were great. Obviously, what are you going to do with Odell Beckham? Um, you know, some of their corners. So, like you said, I certainly think they're set up better for success just because they're more complete and they have their cornerstones on both sides of the ball. You have Lamar at quarterback. Um, you have Roquan and Kyle Hamilton on defense. So, they do have their cornerstones on both sides of the ball. Um yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. You do bring up a good point about Harbaugh. And again, knowing that Mike McDonald probably is going to leave, um, you know, do the Ravens entertain, like, promoting him? Or do they give him a ton of money and promise that he's going to be the head coach in waiting and kind of do what they did with their front office where Eric DaCosta, who's their GM now, was there for like a decade under Ozzie Newsom and was, you know all these other teams kind of wanted to pry him away from the Ravens. And they told him that he would be the GM in waiting if he just waited his turn. And he ended up doing that. And now he's turned himself into one of the best GMs in football, but a uh, big off season for Baltimore, Detroit as well. Obviously they're going to have to improve the pass defense, but offensively they got a really nice core. Who do you think would be, which coordinator would be a bigger loss to the team? Do you think it'd be Ben Johnson for the lions or McDonald for the Ravens? Ben Johnson. And I don't think it's, I was going to say, I don't think it's close, but they're both so good. I just, uh, like to me, that like was the Lions success. <laughs> like it was yeah. like all of it, like almost like the offensive line. And obviously like, so some of that's like the draft capital you put in the team. It's not all just like Ben Johnson and he's some wizard that just does it all. But, you know, Jared Goff was really honest this year about 
when he used to be clay quarterback for the Rams with McVay and now like hooking up with Ben Johnson, like what as coordinator and quarterback, like what that's done for him and how much better it's made it for him. So you're stripping that away and whoever you replace it with, you can replace him with Ben Johnson's best friend. It doesn't mean it's going to be the same, right? It just, it just doesn't. So I, I think like that's, that's pretty depressing. If you're the lions, I would say, I mean, they're still probably a favorite to win the division next year. Almost certainly we'll see what happens with like cousins Packers free agency and draft, but like whatever, uh, you know, probably the favorite to win the division next year. Just that's tough. And for the Ravens, yeah, I mean, it's going to be who are the replacements. It's just, it's, it's kind of rough. I want to, uh, I want to read you. I'm going to do this. With, we'll do this uh, a lot in a couple of weeks, but you and I may not host a show for a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to read you the odds for next year. Okay. Uh, in which Baltimore is very prominently placed and Detroit's pretty high up too. Um, this is at a domestic. And it's just for topic for conversation. And I want you to tell me what price you would bet right now for it to win next year's Super Bowl. Uh, okay. Niners plus 450. They're the favorite figure. Like the, the guts of this is all going to be back again. And because of course it will, you know, and there's free agents for everybody. Niners plus 450. Ravens seven. Chiefs. Patrick Bones will still be there. Plus 850. Bills. Allen and McDermott probably back together. 12. Cowboys, is McCarthy the coach in week eight? 15. Bengals, Burrow back from injury, 15. No new offensive coordinator. Lions, 17. Eagles, 17, with their two like hotshot coordinators, which is pretty crazy. Miami, 20, no Fangio. Texans, 25, which is pretty funny. Packers, 25. I can read more if you, I mean, I actually, the team I like isn't, is coming way later. So I guess I'll have to keep reading. I'll go faster here. Rams, Chargers, Jets, and Jags are all 30. Vikings, Bears, 40. Browns, Falcons, Colts, 50. Saints, Raiders, Cardinals, and Bucks, 75. And the Seahawks. And then, I mean, we're into like 100 to 1. Uh, Denver is 100 to 1, which I actually think is like a tiny bit interesting, but we don't have to do that if you don't want to. So like, that was a lot. I gave you a laundry list there. Is there a team, a price, where they're placed that stands out to you? The Bengals certainly intrigue me, um, especially if they're able to bring, even if they don't bring T. Higgins back. Uh, um, you know, with Burrow back and Chase, I do think they get a receiver. Lou Anarumo is going to be back at D.C., and he's one of the best. Buffalo is interesting. That that McDermott and Allen thing, though, kind of scares me off. But now that they have a running game, and we'll see what happens with Diggs. You know, they're they're probably going to have to get another receiver or two. But defensively, they were so banged up. Um, I, I think they're going to be one of the better defenses in football uh, this upcoming year. That twenty-five to thirty to one range, though, the Jets kind of intrigue me next year. No, like they kind of do. They oh, yeah, kind of do. That defense, Ken. Look, I know Rodgers is is getting up there in age, but and we talk all the time in the NFL about teams that are a quarterback away, like. I know they got to improve the offensive line. I know they play in a tough division, but their schedule is going to be much easier coming in uh, second to last place this year than it was last year. Um, The Jets are are kind of intriguing to me because they were such a big storyline heading into this offseason that I kind of think people are going to forget about them a little bit. Um, Houston could be interesting as well at 25 to 1. It still feels like they could be a year or two away. But uh, the Bengals and the Jets were the two teams that stood out to me. The NFC, I, I got to think about who that sleeper team would be for me. Um, 
I just I can't get there with Dallas. I can't get there with Philadelphia, especially if Sirianni's still going to be that coach. Um, I don't know. The Jets and the Bengals were the two for me. What about you? Sure. Well, I, I guess the point is like not the Ravens and the Lions. I guess be just to tie this back into the games that we're talking about. Definitely yeah. not them at price. I think Baltimore will be very interesting next year. I just uh, not you know, seven to one, six to one, whatever. I mean, why? I don't know why you bet it before the year. Like that, what they're going to go to three to one during the season? Where they're going to go seventeen to zero? I mean, that's just like the only way that that price gets better. So it's just, I think it's a terrible bet. Um, I'm going to do this a lot with Nick after we get back, but I'll, I've 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 brought up this historical trend a lot, and I I think it's just a really easy, fun way to restrict the list of teams that you should really pay attention to. And we I feel like we're setting up to clip this for social. We've clipped this like six times already, so I don't think we have to clip this one. But like. Uh, and it's also not my work. It's, 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 you know, somebody else's proprietary information. The, in general, look, just look at the previous year's DVOA ratings on offense and defense. The Super Bowl winner for the last more than 20 years has been in the top seven in offense or defense the year before they won the Super Bowl. And 19 of those years, they were in the top four. And that's going to be true this year because Kansas City and San Francisco were both in the top four last year at something. San Francisco, I think, was mm. top four at both things. And so you're, it's just, again, it's like, just make it easy on yourself. Like, yeah, a crazy thing could happen and something really nuts. Or the thing that always happens could happen, but it's still going to be priced pretty long and you're still going to be able to like make a pretty good bet on it. Why not do the second one? Uh, make it easy on yourself. And I just, I'll read you the top, I don't, the seven. I think is interesting. There is a team in there I like, but just the top four, even like really let's really restrict it and still cover 80, 90% of the past champions. Okay. San Francisco was top four in both this year. Baltimore was top four in both this year. That's a, a third of your spots are, are already gone or what, a half your spots rather are already gone. Sorry. Um, the other two offensive entrants into this discussion, top four would be Miami and Buffalo. We already talked about like Alan McDermott. I don't think that pairing's good. Do you want to bet on Tua with no Fangio? That's pretty tough. Yeah. Here, this is this is leading to my two teams. Here are your top two defenses that are not Baltimore and San Francisco. So the idea here would be they've got they've solved, and this happens all the time. They've solved this side. Can they solve the other side? Right. Number two last year, or this this year that just ended, the Browns, who I think are horribly mispriced right now in the Super Bowl market, they're fifty to one. No way, mm. no way. I I know they haven't won, but guess what? You would have said if you said the Lions last year. By the way, they made it two games away. Uh, I I think the Browns have to be way more viewed as way more likely to win, and I don't even like them very much. They can't. They're not fifty. What are what? And again, I guess who cares? They play the game in a year, but like, whatever, like they're 50, really? That's the number. And then the number three defense last year was the Jets, which speaks to like the team that you're talking. And again, just think about it. Okay, like maybe we should be looking for a team that's solved one side. And can they solve the other? The Jets are obviously hoping that Aaron Rodgers does the, solves everything about the offense. Who cares that it's Nathaniel Hackett? Who cares that the receivers besides Wilson stink? Who cares the offensive line is bad? Can they solve it? And for the Browns, they fired their offensive coordinator. They brought in Ken Dorsey. I don't know if that's going to work, but maybe it does. And like this, this is the kind of things that I just think you should be thinking about. By the way, Ken, if the Browns do make the AFC title game and they're up 17 and a half, I will be taking the other side plus seven oh, and a nice. half. In that maybe they'll game. play Houston. Just like maybe play wild. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe they do. You better yeah. you bet. Presented by BetMGM. More on the other side of the break. 
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.